Dear world, this is our love letter to you. Welcome back to this week's episode of our podcast, Sincerely Gen Z. Hey guys, it's your favorite hosts. Zach. Izzy. Tanya. And Michaela. We have another quick episode today, so let's get started. So today, our very own Zach Lickner is getting his second dose of the COVID vaccine. I am so excited. Last (laughs) week, or two weeks ago, I think we literally had to do a short one because I was leaving early and it's happening again because we had to push it back um, this episode. But um, I don't know. I the last the last dose I was like, eh, like it's cool, I guess. But this one is like the big one. Yeah. It's like when I can finally not really because I have to wait two weeks, but I can I can ease up a little bit. I feel a lot better. I think overall. Yeah. I'm kind of yeah, scared of my second yeah. dose. Yeah, I got my first, and like the only thing that happened really was my arm was hurting, and I had a mm-hmm. headache. But like, second dose was a beast, so I've heard. Yeah, I I don't know. I really can't. Um, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but like I'm gonna probably have to go to school tomorrow, even if I'm sick. I probably miss like a couple periods, but I do. Um, I have like Tech Week this whole week for the musical. Oh, so you can? Oh. Yeah. Because we, ew, everything this year is just really quick. So I feel like it's just going to be bad if I miss that. So I, I'm just going to tough yeah, through it. Yeah. So brave. Yeah. Those are rare occasions that people just don't get sick. So maybe I get really lucky and I'm not sick <laughs> well, at I all. I tell you, my grandparents didn't get sick, but it seems to be like a general trend that like older people. Well, they're aren't. literally superheroes. Bunya, dunya. I True. love my grandparents, guys. Hi, That's did you see the my text? today's episode? Yeah, I just texted you back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, like... no, guys. <laughs> my grandparents are literally the best. They're 85 and they're 83 and they're still kicking butt. My grandpa's literally still working. Like, they're healthy. They work out in the garden. I love them so much, uh, you guys. Uh, That's the theme for today. I feel like we talk about it all the time, but, like, it's because we need to. Like, this is true. We have they, to. We have to. Iconic. If you don't know Bunya and Dunya, you are missing out. That's that's all I'll say <laughs> on that today. Are you everyone guys here, second dose? Yeah. Does everyone here yeah. have their first dose, right? I have my yeah. first one. Yeah. Yes. I'm getting my I, second one Saturday. I'm scheduled to get mine May 15th after the APES exam. Epic. Oh, my. I I just got really lucky. I got to get it early because um, the center, uh, I think it was just run through the, the whole people who work at the city. Um, uh, dependents, if you work at the city, can get the vaccine. And my mom is a preschool teacher at the center. So they were like, you can get them to get the vaccine a couple okay. days early. So it was great. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then um, on top of that, we have new COVID news in India, but I don't think much of us, like Michaela, you know more about that, right? I didn't I hear about it until I'm not sure it doesn't yeah. mention something to us. I mean, yeah, it's just basically like uh, India has had a pretty bad COVID outbreak and they don't have the resources nor the means to, um, well, leave the means, sorry. They just don't have the resources to handle the outbreak. So um, the concern is, which this shouldn't be the concern, I have opinions about that, but the concern from America is that um, if they don't uh, stop this outbreak and they don't, we don't give resources to help, uh, the virus could possibly mutate into a new strain that we oh. won't be vaccinated oh to. Yeah, so I mean, personally, 
I think that we should just help people out in India because we have the resources and they don't and mm-hmm. they're dying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's, of course, always ulterior motives. So Right. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, everything's always complicated. And I feel like uh, that's like the scariest thing because right now, um, like, uh, imagine if we were still in how it was at the beginning, but like worse. Mm-hmm. That'd be so scary. And like the the possibility of mutation because mm-hmm. I know there's different strains, but as far as I'm aware, uh, most of our vaccines are effective against those strains, like to our knowledge. Um, but yeah, but so like, imagine just, we might have to just completely go back to square one. I mean, not completely because we have a base vaccine, Yeah, right. but it would be, it would be oof, spooky. It'd be like taking a lot of steps backwards. Yeah. They, they would have to go through trials again to make sure yeah. the vaccine, like there's a lot that has to happen. And yeah. we probably wouldn't get a senior year. Yeah. But obviously that's not really the main priority. Guys, it's- please just, please, even if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't be hanging out with groups of people without your mask. Please wear your mask so I can have a normal senior year. Wouldn't please. that be so nice? That's not even a crazy concept. Wear your mask so people don't maybe die. That's a good point too. <laughs> But also, the mandates have not, they only changed a little bit. The only new thing is you cannot wear your mask if you're vaccinated and you're outside. That's it. So don't mess things up. We're doing pretty good. Our numbers are going down. So just keep it going, people, please. I don't know. My my overarching opinion on COVID has evolved a little bit. Um, And you guys can, you guys can debate me on this, but our population on the planet now i think is what's it at now i am not one to answer that question it's quite a few billions roughly seven billion that's what i was gonna say around that i mean i've been watching like i've been watching like a ton of like documentaries lately for context michaela is now vegan oh (laughs) yes (laughs) i am vegan um no sorry but i'm watching a lot of documentaries lately on like the environment and stuff like that and I mean, the overarching issue that we can't really combat with is overpopulation. It's the reason for consumerism, industrialization. It's the reason we have agriculture issues. Um, And we can't sustain the population that we have right now with the habits that we have right now. And since a lot of people don't want to give up certain habits, such as eating meat, um, the, we can't really deal with this population. And like, one thing my dad's always told me is like, um, you know, we're not going to kill the planet. The planet's going to kill us. Like if like the planet has so much more power than we do that if we were putting the planet in risk, the planet would just shrug its shoulders and we all be dead. Like the other five events of mass extinction. I remember, I think it's funny because I remember, not funny, but I, I remember, um, the beginning of the, uh, pandemic we were on quarantine and uh, it was so it was so nice to see because um you could see uh in like italy i think venice yes. the rivers were like literally clear it hasn't yeah. happened so long is that the and, place where dolphins were yes i don't know return to like a lot of places yeah. that have been originally dead zones in the ocean we're starting to see life return because uh, i mean it was like so like optimistic like it gave people like yeah. a bright side of like something mm-hmm. that was bad happening and it shows that there is there like although despite contrary belief there is ways to make i don't know if we'll ever be able to make things completely better but like obviously we've made like there's possibility to make things slightly better and i just think like obviously like you can't debate like there's 
obviously the reason that the environment is going downhill is because of humans. Like it's it's humans that are doing it. And I know it's difficult because like now we've become reliant on those sort of things. But I do I do really think that like people should start caring about the environment more. And like it's kind of weird. Some people don't even think like global warming is happening. I know. I but I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's just it's alarming, I guess. It's an optimistic way to look at it, but I think the more pessimistic way to look at it is that if we don't change anything and we don't change anything like right now, like there's no time to wait anymore. We're we're past that. At this point, we're looking at a mass extinction event by 2100. Um, so like there's no time to wait anymore. And I think the more pessimistic way to look at it is that COVID wiping out part of our population and shutting down our in our industries is what is helping the environment. We are the sole issue. And if we don't change something, the earth is gonna do it for us. And it's not going to be pretty for humanity. I, I mean, I wasn't saying that like, um, <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't was saying <laughs> that, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I wasn't saying that like um, COVID, uh, oh my gosh, that we we should wait to do it. I'm just saying there is possibility to change. And a lot of people are like, what's the point in changing if there's no reason to? I'm like, I, I do think change should begin like ASAP. Um, but a lot of people just are kind of dead set in their ways. But it, 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 mm -hmm. there's possibility to fix things and people just aren't doing anything. I feel like after all this time, people are still being kind of, um, what is it? I don't know, like they kind of are starting to like ignore it more and more the longer it's around. And I feel like if anything that should make people want to recognize it and make change, but that's not happening and it's getting kind we of We need sad. some character development. <laughs> real. I mean, obviously it's like, you can't blame individual consumers entirely. Mm -hmm. Like it's definitely corporate that yeah. needs to change. Mm -hmm. But on a personal level, like I've recently decided to like, I'm no longer buying anything firsthand anymore. So like any clothes I get, I'm thrifting everything because fast fashion is like a horrible contributor oh. to the environment. So I'm only mm -hmm. buying things firsthand, uh, secondhand now. Um, I've, I've gone completely plant-based. I'm not consuming any more animal products just because of the effect that agriculture has on the environment. But even if you don't go completely vegan, but just minimizing how much meat and dairy you eat would be mm -hmm. a huge change. So like, yeah, that's what I do. Like I buy when I go to the store, I'll have like vegetarian like breakfast things. I have vegetarian yeah. like hamburgers. Like I only I never eat meat anymore. Really, it's mainly like I've started to eat more vegetarian days. things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the truth is that people don't like to talk about because it makes them mad because they like it. Um, is that dairy and meat is not necessary for our survival. Yeah. And if we were, if the entire population was to go vegan, we would probably solve world hunger. It's, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely less, yeah. Less there's intensive. statistics showing that, like, the amount of uh, vegetables you could produce on a land that we use for livestock would fill so many more diets. Mm, but yeah. it's just something that people don't want to give up. I mean, obviously, like, there's no need for it because people are surviving as vegans, as vegetarians, like, Obviously, you don't need meat or animal byproducts, um, but kind of doing a, a total 180 because we don't have much time today. Um, school, we have, I think, 
everyone. I feel like we say this every week. We're all really stressed out with school. Yeah, guys, guess what? It doesn't even get any easier. It just keeps getting <laughs> <laughs> worse. Literally, because of AP exams. Um, is everyone here in how how many is everyone in? I'm in three, three AP classes. I'm in three. I'm in two. Yeah, I'm I'm only taking two exams because. Oh, I was Did doing you get out AP of chem? chem. Yeah, I was doing AP chem all year. And then one day my teachers were just like, oh, if you don't show up for the exam, like this is the one year that you can get like your money back. And exactly. I was like, mm, I'd rather not like get anxiety about this test that I know I'm going to do really bad on. Yeah, so I agree. I just I took think... the two that I'm <laughs> confident in. For my AP chem thing, like I, I was going to not show up, but then after AP Gov on Monday, Having to only go to two classes sounded really nice. It was so nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was like, my parents are saying, like, oh, you can always try for the experience and the slight chance. To be honest, I don't think I have a chance of passing, but yeah, I'm still a little bit iffy on what I want to do. How do you guys feel about today? Well, we're not allowed to talk about any of the questions, but I think overall, overall, I think it was just like difficult because Gov. Gov for me at least was like pretty simple. Um, I think that's just there's not a lot of application of that. It's just general understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but today was just oof, it was just a lot. And like oh, wait, I let got... me tell you, multiple choice was so hard. Like halfway through, I was like literally doing process of elimination, but even me that too. wasn't working. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. this one sounds the um the least. Yeah, wrong. AP literature. Yeah, I, I was, was like, the... oh my gosh. So I, was I look at an answer that I haven't picked in a long time. Yeah. yeah. I just have a, a letter that if I just don't know, I just fill in that letter. So I if I don't know what it is, I just always put in C. But oh. I, I, we were literally at like the the 10 minutes left mark and I had like five unanswered questions. I was like, well, now I have to go back and like read yeah. and like see what it is. Oh, it was, just, <laughs> oh, I was not ready. This is kind of bad, but if I don't know, like, an answer and I don't have like a best option what I do is I look at like my scantron or whatever the fill in the blank is and whatever looks the best spot according I do to like, my answers yeah <laughs> like I have such a gap yes but then I get stressed out when things look good because I'll have like a diagonal of the letters oh, yeah. and I'm like oh no this like, can't this be right and I was like mm. I was like this isn't good. like this can't be good Dude, one day, one year, a college board's just gonna like troll everyone and make every single answer C, and then just <laughs> like, would do you that? Know, everyone except for one, except for one, everyone would fail because we'd all be like, "Oh my god, there's no way that they could all be C. It has to be something else." We would literally would be, all fail. It's like a I mental, think it would be really cute if we just oh like did a rebellion against college board. I agree. That's an opinion. Kind of, um, makes me mad for reasons, but that's a whole. I've always felt weird Tangent. about standardized testing because, oh, like, yeah. once once again, everybody's different. Everybody learns differently, and I feel like putting a bunch of tests out there that I, I know they never say like this is means you're smart or like this means you're going to get into college because in reality that's not necessarily how it works. But society views it that way, and what? it's just like funny to me because they're doing these like tests for all students in America. And by the way. We are still children. We are still <laughs> not fully developed yet. Like, yeah. and here we are having to decide what we're doing for college and taking tests to get into college. And I'm like so stressed out. I'm like sitting back, 
And I'm like, I've only lived 16 years and I'm this stressed out. What's up with that? Respectfully, I I would disagree. I think they put the pressure on us. I don't even think it's a societal thing because they, you can't just like put these, they, they created a competition system basically. And you know, you're only going to be successful if you do the best. And they don't work to your strengths. Instead, they give you a one size fits all system and you have to make yourself fit to it. Otherwise you will not be successful and you won't make money. And then you won't be another, what they call it, like a clog in the machine or whatever. It's clog. I, I definitely agree with you, Michaela. I don't think I meant just society puts it on us because like, definitely like there is the, like there is definitely the pressure they're putting on us. But I think what I was trying to say about society is that, like, in reality, like, if you're going to an arts college, these tests aren't going to be the most important thing or, like, depending on what you're majoring mm -hmm. in. But I feel like society paints these tests as super important. And that puts a lot of stress on us as well as the stress that's already put on us of doing well on these. Um, but, no, I definitely agree with you. Like, the one size fit all. Like, that's why I don't like standardized testing. Because although I myself, like, I think I do pretty well on standardized tests. Like I know people who don't and it's like unfair because I know they're definitely smarter <laughs> than I am in school mm -hmm. and another thing. So it's just like, there's no chance to really let their uh, Yeah, because I like, I'm just like a bad test taker. I don't think like yeah. standardized testing is just an appropriate way to like measure understanding of a concept. Like I think there's so many better ways, but whatever. Also it's unfair to grade somebody's work by literally what we grade meat by. A, B, C, D, like it's, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Meat. No, really. Like, Full we, circle. Like you turn something in that you put effort in and instead of working with you to do better, they give you a grade that um, is going to permanently affect your future. If you mm -hmm. fail a class, your chances of getting into college go down. How is that right? How is that motivating anybody to do better? It's not. I think that's a good point. It's just competition. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's our, our whole school system is really based on averages. But even I was confused going into high school because your whole life you hear like C is average, C is average. Yep. And now I'm me. here like, oh, my God, I can't get a C or I'll be such a disappointment. No, for me, like, it's like if I have like a B plus in a class, I'll be like emailing the teacher like you have to bring it up now. Like I can't have this sitting here. Exactly. When I lose my A plus in gym, I literally almost lost it. Because no, I was I, like, I, I, I'm like three out of four on a quiz. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Mom. I'm like, okay. I'm so sorry. Like I told Asia this. I'm sorry, I, mom. <laughs> I told Asia this and she totally made made fun of me but last quarter I got like a 3.5 or no a three yeah a three out of four on a quiz and it bugged me so much I emailed Miss Comp I was like Miss Comp like can I take this again like I'll do anything just let me get the point back and she just gave it back to me and then when it happened again I was like okay this is like not okay I shouldn't be stressing so much over gym like it's still an A. I don't know why I was so upset. For real. And like we're Ugh. not supposed to be focusing on that right now. We don't have time to learn how to be good people because we're too focused on grades. Oh, that's interesting. True. How are Amen. we supposed to learn how to function in society when we can't? Like, I couldn't tell you how to like pay my taxes, but for some reason I know what the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem is. I do know how to write a check, yeah. and I'm very proud of that. Which is like okay. what a nice skill to have. Thank you, thank you. I think that's the only thing I can do. I can't like do taxes or anything. I can. Uh, 
That's why I have to take economics next year. Glad that's required because I definitely would probably oh, die. I think so. Some sort of economics class is required. Personal finance. Yeah, personal finance is what it's called. <laughs> oh, you're taking personal finance next year? Yeah, I didn't take it this year because um, I didn't want to. And I'd rather, I, I knew I had um, like three AP classes lined up and I didn't want to have to do that class. And I know it's easy. So I was just like, save it for my senior year. Oh, that's smart. That I've been class, easy senior year. That class is the biggest piece of capitalist propaganda I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was awful. No, we, we need like, a bingo of every time. I think once an episode, <laughs> Michaela brings up capitalism and how much she doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about when you take it. It's literally just like, oh, here's how to become <laughs> oh an unproductive minimum wage worker for the rest of your life so that you can afford to not die and give up on all your hopes and dreams so that you can pay your bills. Stupid. Sounds Unfair. really hopeful. And no, literally, it was the most depressing class I've ever taken in my life. Oh, whatever. I'm glad we should probably <laughs> let's end the episode here on a really positive note. <laughs> Capitalism bad. Capitalism bad. You're gonna die a minimum wage worker. Goodbye. No. Um... Oh my. <laughs> no. No. Just kidding. Everyone has the potential to be something great. Um, oh but goodness. thanks to everyone who. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who listens to our podcast has the potential to be something great. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All like three teachers. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Wolski. Anyway, I was just going to say that. <laughs> well, thanks to everyone who's been listening. Uh, we'll hope to see you next time on Sincerely Gen Z. Bye guys. Bye. Say I love Bye. you. Say I love you. Oh, I love, love you. Love you. Bye.